You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Smash After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Smash After Show. Big is for doing, and we are doing another episode of Smash, Season 2, Episode 9. Welcome, everyone. Uh, The episode's called The Parents. I am Tamara Berg. I'm joined in studio by Sarah Mendoza. Hello there. Kendra Cavasell. Hello. Kristen Carroll. Hey, guys. John Comerford. (laughs) (laughs) And Marissa Serafini in the booth. Hi, guys. And we have a lovely episode of Smash to talk about tonight. Let's get right into it. There there was actually quite a lot going on in tonight's episode. Yep. Well, yeah, because the parents came to town. The parents came to town, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Let's first talk about the love triangle that is the bane of our existence sometimes <laughs> and you know the thing that we talk about the most we also hear fans talking about them the most mm-hmm. that is Jimmy and Karen and Derek and Karen because we did open the show with lace panties with lace panties on the floor <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the next day the morning after post coital Oh, look at you, bringing out the big words <laughs> and talking sex right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what, that's what, there it is, right there on the lace, screen. That's what lace means something. That's yeah. some serious She action. was ready for that. She was what? prepared. Yeah. She, oh, really? I think so. I think so. You don't, She's wearing the, you don't wear the lace panties yeah, around unless you Those you're... are for special occasions. Oh, yeah. really? John. Yeah. You don't? <laughs> I, I, I'm just, uh, Underwear check. That hasn't Tamar's been my experience. Underwear right now. Ooh, Tamara's got a special occasion. Asian. Oh, it is. Go, Whoa! It is. See? See? <laughs> it's not this over yet. Truly, Every day is on. Truly, this I, is a late night after my special. <laughs> I uh, worked at Victoria's Secret for many years, so underpants sure. is one of my specialties. I'm just saying. <laughs> and now, now we're getting to know Tamara's secret. <laughs> After dark. <laughs> after buzz. After dark. After buzz. After dark. So, and back yeah, to yeah, the yeah, music. So, and then the parents so, interrupt. But Sarah, were you serious? Are you are you becoming Team Jimmy now? What do you think? What? Okay, I'm not entirely Tim Tim Team Jimmy. Tim Jimmy. Tim Jimmy. <laughs> Who's another character entirely? Okay, but at least we're getting a little bit more backstory now, yeah. so that he's an actual human being, not just an annoying caricature yes. of a spoiled, stubborn brat. Yes, and yeah. that's now been our criticism why. for the longest time. Yeah. Exactly. And we're, we're starting to know why he's a spoiled, stubborn brat. Well, I mean, I don't know why he's stubborn. We just know he has a history, but I don't know why he's so spoiled and stubborn. Though. Well, but he's, he wasn't really acting quite so 
one dimensional even in yeah. this episode. Yeah. You know, he he does he is doing some That's things true. that are making him a little more endearing and it's right. a little more understanding understandable why Karen would like him. One of the points that was made by a viewer uh, over the last couple of weeks that I do want to make sure that we talk about is because they kind of called us out. They said, look, these kids are in their 20s. They're not going to be making awesome relationship decisions at this point. They haven't <laughs> been through enough of them. No, that's, a, that's a great argument, uh, yeah. uh, which I, I don't think, uh, but I don't fault the actors. Or the, what, what I think is it's just, yeah, but you can't, even if they are 20, they're, they're not one-dimensional people. Right. And, if, right. If, and I don't care because if, as a viewer, it's boring to see a one-dimensional, two-dimensional character. I don't care how real it is. Mm-hmm. It's just boring. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, you're preaching to the choir. Over yeah. There. So, I mean, I <laughs> and mean, we will all sing your prayers. And I agree, I agree that, you know, 20, 20 year olds aren't going to make necessarily the, the smartest relationship decisions. But I just wanted to, like Sarah was saying, now that we have some backstory, we get to flesh him out a little bit. Okay. okay now he becomes interesting. He'd be, right. We just right. want to care about him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Right. And like after, you know, now we're learning what he's been dealing with and he's sort of on edge all the time because of his secret past mm-hmm. where I guess he had an addiction to. And dealing and. And with and the using right, right. He's probably going through withdrawal, so that's what makes him so anxious and yeah. angry slightly. And also, but he's left the guy a year ago, if I understand it. But you know, also like having that fear yeah, that that past will creep up on you again, yeah. or this yes. guy's going to come and mm. beat your butt like he did that one day. Right? It mm. must be a scary feeling. So <laughs> I would be on edge and and also very protective of myself, having been hurt and just been in that kind of situation in the past. Yeah, and, and like you say, kind of having to be on guard at all times. You don't know what's going to be coming your way and which which facet of you you have to portray to the world, and that's hard to deal with. He had yes. a lot on his mind. Yeah. That's why he was so quiet and one-dimensional. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Mike's yeah. Because you couldn't have played all that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what? You know, thank you for our uh, our viewers and listeners. We've actually, they've actually weighed in on our, on our, uh, on our, on our after show, and we've got a lot of Team Jimmy people. Popping up, right? Yes. And actually, they're, uh, Team Jimmy's kind of winning right now on our comments. Isn't that funny? <laughs> so Derek people, get on that. There, there is one. There was like a couple Team Derek people there, too, though. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was Jimmy and his money, the, the money problem. So mm. this guy comes to him and says, you owe me eight grand. That's a big old chunk of change for an out-of-work actor or a working for a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, or, or somebody who's just, you know, working right. for tips in a bar. Or right, yeah, exactly. And so... Uh, going back to his slimy day roots, starts stealing from the coat check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was great because you're at a nonprofit. The people who are going to be paying for you to be in the show, yeah. you're going to steal from them. Steal from them. Doesn't he never. He you never. Well, I can't say that term, but. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just never where you work is my point. It was right. so sloppy, too, because yeah. he just went in there. I mean, I was thinking, like, you're going to leave fingerprints. These people are rich. They're going to, you know, find you. Anybody right. could walk in at a moment, as did Derek. Right. You know, right. It's, it's just stupid. Well, and lucky for him it was Derek, because in the end, it was Derek who bailed him out. Mm-hmm. Now, okay, so what do we think Derek's motivation was for that? I think he actually is starting to like him, and I think that he thought that Jimmy took his little conversation to heart and was leaving Karen alone. And as we could see at the mm-hmm. end there, he's going to be asking for some money back. Yeah. Or there's going to be problems with the show. But I actually, I mean, he said 
when he even um, gave them the money were something like, we're becoming friends, right? You know, why didn't you ask me? Ah, yes. So I think he is trying to make an effort. I think his talk with Tom hit hit to home for him. I think as well as Tom is connected yeah. to that. You know, I think both of them talking to each other learned something, which is kind of amazing. But I think he, he does. He does look at Jimmy like, well, I was kind of like that. Maybe I should help this kid. Right, and kind of mentoring him. And he's not him. Right. my my girl that I know of. Right, <laughs> yeah. Until now. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you think it's going to count? Well, of course it's going to come back to bite him in the rear end. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, I mean, with with taking the money, then sleeping with Karen, and it creating problems. Because, okay, that, that was one of the other questions I had was early on Jimmy says let's not tell anybody you know right. let's not talk about it do you think that was uh covers butt or trying to be discreet or what both keeping yeah it, keeping it from Derek yeah keeping it from Derek yeah and then yeah. also she threw him out when her dad came so they're both trying in different ways to keep their relationship quiet I thought it right. was also a dig at her for earlier I thought it was more keeping it quiet from Derek and maybe keep her quiet from his little drug friend because who knows yeah. if he knows that she he's got somebody that he cares for that could be used against right. him that's that's actually what i thought i thought he because he had just seen him on the street mm-hmm. um and maybe it was him trying to protect karen from whatever life that is you're so nice <laughs> <laughs> different opinion no. job. <laughs> He's, he's totally in it for himself. He didn't. Yeah, no. He just didn't want, wasn't, doesn't want Derek or anybody else to find out because it could mess up the show. You're so yeah. mean. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Jaded, <laughs> black-hearted. That's right. <laughs> now, what um, about? Go ahead. No, I was curious. I, I didn't notice if Derek set up a payment plan for. Yeah, <laughs> right, that was actually the payment. Yeah, and the other question yeah. about the eight thousand dollars is: Is do we think Jimmy's really in the clear with the dealer now? No, no. Well, the dealer. If you give him a mouse a cookie. He said they were square. The dealer, yeah. But yeah. he won't be because he took he the damn drugs. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that dealer knows exactly what he's doing of because he, he, gave know, him a he knows Jimmy's addict. Like, he can yeah. be addicted First again. So free. he's going to give him a little bit. Yeah. And he brought him the money kind of quickly, relatively quickly. Right. So, so you he's think like, oh, there's oh, more money there's there? There's more yeah. where that came from? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's just trying to create, get him hooked again. Jimmy's Poor Jimmy. Cece, <laughs> I'm starting to care it's about like, him. Poor like, Jimmy. Oh, he's going to care about him. How stupid is it to grab the kids <laughs> and drug them? Come on. Hey, addiction is a powerful thing. It is a powerful thing. Mental but it's, thing. It's, it's, you know, uh, I, I actually believed it when he said he's out of it for a year. or I, I'm guessing he's been out right. of it for roughly a year. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I go, yeah, okay, you finally got <laughs> you get Okay, that's classic, you know. I mean, it's classic. But uh, he obviously still has other addictions, though. We know he took ecstasy. We know he smokes pot. He's quite a drinker. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying don't be social like the rest (laughs) of the cast, apparently. Yeah. And then his new addiction is Karen in the show. And he has just a very addictive personality. And it's just, it's not smart. (laughs) No. No, but there'd be no show if he was smart. So. No, right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Smart's not <laughs> fun to watch on yeah. TV. That doesn't make good TV. Um, yeah. So, and then Derek. Okay, so Derek finding out in the end that Karen is sleeping with Jimmy through innocent comment of Pop. Pop. Yeah, Dad. Papa Cartwright. Papa Cartwright. Uh, <laughs> looks kind of crestfallen. Am I right, Derek? Mm-hmm. Yes. Crestfallen. Nice. 
Nice news. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are on a roll there. I know. I had a dictionary. After 10 p.m. First of all, I thought it was hilarious that Papa Cartwright thought it was Derek. He just yeah. assumed because of the leather. It was good, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the leather jacket. Yeah. And he made the comment to Derek, and Derek's like, what? What are what? you talking what? Out about? Out the window? What are you talking? <laughs> Boys go it's out the window? Crazy. Yeah. Didn't catch the metaphor. <laughs> no. <laughs> now he gets it. Yeah, though. now he's <laughs> Nice jacket. Now he's yeah. pissed. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go to the next thing, but I just I, I'm just I'm going into prediction, so I need to stop myself. But before we go into the next thing, though, if you guys agree or disagree with us, you should definitely go to iTunes and rate and comment us, uh, positive or negative. We read all of them and love to hear your feedback. We do. You can also uh, comment on YouTube, and that helps as well, just to get involved in the conversation. What you guys think. Again, uh, team, I know we, we talked about, you know, rating on there. If you're team Jimmy or team Derek, come on, Derek's. Um, <laughs> get on. You can tell what I am. Starting to be uh, with you, team Jimmy's. No. no. <laughs> were, there any, the were there side. any of the comments that you wanted to mention specifically? Because well, I know you had a couple that you looked at. Yeah, I mean, it's. I just think it's cool that people are weighing in on who they think Karen should be with. There seems to be a lot of um, people who do like Jimmy for Karen, mm-hmm. and they think that they're saying that they think it's creepy and more stalker like <laughs> that Derek likes Karen than like a real oh. romance. And mm. also, I think a lot of people are, are, you know, they're not forgetting that Derek has the history of love him and leave him, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so, even, one of the one of the comments said that Derek is, uh, Derek is the one. He is the guy who loves you. Yes. But, you know, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of that hoping she can change him kind of thing. <laughs> you yeah. know? That's I don't what think people always either talk one about. of them is good. I don't want her to end up with either of them. <laughs> right. She should do her... Should she be with Scott instead? No, she should just do her career. Yeah. Maybe she should be with Scott instead, John. No. Oh, no? Scott. Not Scott. I agree Scott? with John. Jesse Martin? No. no. Scott and Karen? Marissa agrees with I agree John. with John. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Marissa. She should be by herself. That's right. She's got a lot of time Just get her feet on herself. She should just be with her lace undies. Whoa. <laughs> she can still have her fun. I'm just thinking about being in a relationship with these guys. <laughs> okay. well, just wanted one other comment I wanted to make, and this is partly for Marissa. Did anyone notice that Lee Michelle was mentioned? Yes. In I, last week's episode. Last, and I we did. did. Yeah, yes. Awesome. Yes. So, yeah. If you say her name a third time, she appears. (laughs) (laughs) That's the motivation behind (laughs) it. Okay, let's move on to the next sort of budding romances that are happening. And uh, I would like to start with Scott and Julia. Yeah. So, Julia... He's obviously not that upset about what happened. No, I know. He is <laughs> he certainly toying got over with it. her, though. Yeah. He is toying he's with toying. her. He's flirting the way he looked at her. He's like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you pointed that out because... Yeah, he's checking her out He right did the full-on, like... Dur, dur. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then he, I mean, it's right in front of her. It's not like he did it from the side where she wasn't looking. He's, he's yeah. like, well, are you checking her out? And right she's totally her? loving it. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and I do think he's, I think it's a, a really a fun way to put together a romance because she is in such a deficit position with him yeah. <laughs> with having to make up for, in her mind, in both of their minds to a certain degree, uh, ruining his career. Yeah. And he is just playing it for all it's worth. And, and you know, he's he started off being quite serious about blaming her. And then it's it's in this episode especially it's really kind of moved yeah, no, to, got over it really quick. Yeah. to just he's just gonna work it. And he needs a dramaturg. Yeah. He's gonna be oh she owes me. <laughs> we could have called Peter. 
Peter, who's gone back to London. London. Kind of has Peter. I think it's good, though, that I think he also has this new show that he's very proud of and thinks Mm -hmm. is actually going to do well. And he did get his career together and kind of seeing how hurt she was and how guilty she was, Mm -hmm. that made him feel even better. Where it's like, well, her show's not doing that great right now. Mine's doing pretty good. Right. You know, and he built up his career and everything, and he definitely still has a thing for her anyway. So yeah. it's it's two two things for him. <laughs> He's winning. Right. It can work yeah. in, bo- in two ways. Kendra, do you have a, do you have an opinion on this <laughs> I, I romance? Just, I, I don't see it as a romance. I still, I don't see it. He may have a crush on her, and that's cute, but I don't see them together. Because you don't want to, or you just <laughs> don't see that the, the writing is going that I way? Just, I don't see it. It may be going that way, but I just don't see it. You don't okay. see the last see thing, you they, don't see they actually are going to have a romance? I don't see why they would, I guess, is more where I'm coming from. Well, just, the, just by the way he checked her out, I'm guessing there's a reason. Yeah, well, and they obviously have a history. He knows what her drink is, you know, that she drinks tea or whatever mm-hmm. it was but that she was I didn't drinking. Feel see, it but guys totally happening. use that. They, Do you know, they? They try, like... <laughs> And remember that little thing, so I think they I can. I have to go now. They can, <laughs> <laughs> so they can hook you. So they, you believe, like, wow, he he might actually really care about me. He remembered this little tiny thing it's about my past. Friendship memory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that sofa shows up. I'm thinking it needs to be oh, washed. Oh, good God! <laughs> Not the sofa. Burn the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Are you on hey, team sofa? Okay, if you're not, let us know. But I will say though that <laughs> Julia looked really attractive tonight. They did. Some- I'm glad you mentioned I that. that. I was thinking too. the same thing. She was looking what, really of the hot. Glasses? I mean, I think I gave her the the up and down <laughs> look for <laughs> tonight. She just looked more polished than she's looked in yeah. a long time. Mm-hmm. She's she was you know in past episodes sort of wearing these crazy outfits and scarves falling off of her, and she looked sort of like she would be trailing you know things behind her and in this episode her makeup looked really great hair looked great she just looked polished and together and it was obviously a, a specific <laughs> choice but totally lost on me but I'm glad that you guys picked up on <laughs> I think she's just you hang out with women who are constantly polished oh, yeah, and yeah, looking yeah, together it's true. hard to notice this is true, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she's probably dressing up for Scott. She's a single woman now. I mean, she's got to dress Well, she certainly up a wanted to go to the, the fundraiser. Yes, yes she, she did. did. I that was funny. It was. Out the door. Oh. Bye, Tom. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> um, but I like the idea of this romance. I'm sorry, Kendra, but I like it. I think I, it's. I think I it's. I think it could be very interesting. It's That's just, it? That's all you got? Yeah, I, no, it's just a little boring to me, I think. I, I'm not into it. I, do, I don't know. Well, but think it about it. because organic. Because what it's it not. could be. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of one of our problems with the show. But but think about the potential conflict that could yeah, come in with fun. with Bombshell and, right. and the hit list, you know, just getting just really incestuous in a lot of ways <laughs> over and yeah. over again. I felt like theater always was when I was in high school, even. It was yes. just, you know, we even had the musical theater group with the regular theater, but they commingled occasionally. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just everybody dated everybody pretty much so it was, just, it was weird but right, and, interesting high school you went and now this is also sort of a side point <laughs> I but Eileen's got Richard now yeah. not writing an article on Bombshell so That's not Ju- not Julia's show but now maybe he's going to write about Hitless which is Scott's show right I think he totally Kendra, did. What? Is the chemistry 
Sorry? Um, do you see the chemistry between Julia and Scott? I can see that they yes, I can. like each other. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have to, I'll watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get back to well, you. Well, there was this. <laughs> yeah, but that, <laughs> you know, I mean, that could be it. anyone. Like, you know, well, Derek does it to Karen. But, but so the fact that she really wanted to go to the fundraiser because she knew Scott was going to be there, that you don't think that was anything, that didn't show that she, she has interest in She wants attention. I think I said that last week, that she's, she's you know, kind of on a low... In, in a low place right now, uh-huh. and she kind any attention. It's kind of like. Uh, but what, what would what would the, going there give her attention? I don't understand. I don't get. Scott's your, giving her attention. Oh, I, so you I think? I acknowledge that. All right. Okay. <laughs> but All right. yeah, I just don't see it. I do. Well, do you see it with Richard and Eileen? Yeah. <laughs> Richard and I, oh yeah, yeah. You ship that. For me, no, that came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Because I'm so focused on, uh, or I was focused on, oh gosh, Uh, what's his name? Nick. Nick Nick. in jail. Right. You know, and like her still visiting him. Yes. And having feelings for him and being so angry at her ex-husband for what he did. So now why are they throwing this new guy in all of a sudden? It just felt out of nowhere. Yeah, Yeah, I think it is a little... It's boring to watch... A guy sit in jail. Exactly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who doesn't even... We never see the scenes in prison either. We just talk about them. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that Richard seems to be a better fit for her because, you know, he's obviously in a prestigious job. He's a powerful guy. You know, he's he's well-spoken. He's Jamie Sheridan. (laughs) (laughs) He's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Genuine. At least, yeah, at this point, Mm -hmm. that that seems to be... Don't you think it's going to hurt when... Because he's not writing the article. Somebody else is going to write the article and she's not going to be able to control that article that may not be a good article I think he's going to write about hit list I mean you saw the way he was looking during that diva performance I think that'll hurt more than necessarily her being in control of the article I think they'll have a good article with whoever this other person ends up being but I think he'll end up doing hit list and getting involved in that I I definitely think he'll get in that but I'm I'm just predicting now that that's not going to be a good article that's going to cause a lot of friction between oh well that'll have to come after they start to date or at least yeah, yeah. There are panties on the floor. Well, hello. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I leave the Lucy panties. panties. See what, we got. what do you got? <laughs> um, but I mean, I like this romance. I think it's I think it's very appropriate for both of them yeah. and I think it could be it could create some good drama. Yeah. I like it. So let's move on to the subject of the show tonight, the parents. We have the lovely and always entertaining Bernadette Peters reprising her role as Ivy's mother, Lee Conroy, being cast as Marilyn's mom. I think it's a genius move. I would absolutely have done it. Yeah. Um, because I think that's a great gimmick yeah, for the show. Yeah, it's great for bombshell. You right? Put mm-hmm. butts in the seats right off the bat. No problem. And you know, one of the problems I have with it is as much as Ivy's got issues with her mother, obviously, there's no disputing that her mother is a massive, huge star. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things kids always talk about is, you know, can I, can my parent help me? Or, you know, yeah. or should I have my parent help me? And the truth of the matter is, is this is the kind of the perfect situation where a mother's name and prestige could help the daughter who's following in right. her footsteps bring her up to a level of, of great profession and Ivy's fighting it. Yeah, I, I was, you're going to be Marilyn. There's no way she's going to overshadow you. I can't do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not can't possible. do it. Especially because she only has one song, doesn't she? Is it just that one or does she maybe have two? The second one we I don't. Seen. I think it's only one. I think so it's only going to be one a, in the just show. Just a small yeah. guest star. And I liked 
what she said. Well, I didn't like how she said it because it was it was very mean to her mother. But just you know, you will be in the show just at the beginning, and then you're gone. I think that's actually you know that's a good idea. Get get her started with it, and then Ivy keeps up, and they get a new yeah. person yeah. in there. You know. Well, I had the the other line for me was even worse, where she says, "We may need you to open the show, but after the show's open, I'm not going to need you at all." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll never need you again. That's what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jeez. It was great stuff, though. Ouch. I loved... We, we're going to talk about the song later, but I loved the... I mean, I thought it was very telling and very funny, the way Tom... Yeah, <laughs> trying to get them to... Was directing that. Yeah. Why don't you talk about that, John, a little bit? No, because you're, well, no, yeah, just because you have experience funny. of that with directing people and with... Uh, yeah, whenever you have people that already know each other outside of, the, uh, of the, the work that you're doing, sometimes you have to work through a bunch of barriers because they have histories that... They either can't get beyond or whatever. So it is true. Directors try everything they can, <laughs> and whatever works, works, and it doesn't matter what it is because all they care about is can I get them there? Well, I thought it was, you know, a little bit implausible and a little silly that in the beginning, they, I love my mother. Yeah, no, yeah. I love my daughter because it was so not, it was obviously not what the scene was about. Right. And I can't imagine either of these two professional actresses yeah, trying no. to interpret it to cover their own lives right. and their own problems, you know, by basically lying through the scene. I just thought that was a little over the top. I, I gave it a pass there. only because I figured, okay, they, my feeling was these characters were thinking, if I go there, even the skosh, mm. there's no way I'm going to pull back from it. I'm, I'm gonna, it's all going to come out. And since I can't go, uh, 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 since I don't want any of it to come out, I can't go just a little bit. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. It's like if you, if I start crying, I can't stop. Right. It'd be right. One of those kinds yeah. Of moments. That's a good point. That's where I went with that. Can we mm-hmm. applaud Sam's little side comment where she's like, you know, "Aren't you excited? I'm playing your mother." And he walks by and he goes, don't, "Doesn't she already have that role?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just really like that. There goes Sam. He didn't do much else this episode, but yeah. that was funny. That was good. Yeah. That was that really was good. Fun. Thoughts on uh, Bernadette back coming back or on any of the scenes with them? I, I mean, I, who doesn't love Bernadette yeah. Peters? So it's good to see her. Back. Idiots! Only idiots don't love <laughs> Bernadette Peters. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just being silly. Team idiot. <laughs> there better be no idiots out there. Yeah. But no, and and for Ivy, the reason why she doesn't want her mom there, obviously, is that here's another straw that's broke the camel's back or whatever yeah. in their relationship. Like, oh my God, again, this right. has happened to me for the last 20 years of my life and I have to deal with this again with my mother yeah. trying to be the star of a show right. that I'm supposed to be the star in. Yeah, and I could see the fear coming <clears throat> up and the insecurities, but she's playing Marilyn Monroe, yeah. you know? Yes. Um, I, I, I just thought it was a great a great choice to do that and, and cast her as that, and I'm sure they yeah, were thinking about all along. Just think how, much, how incredible that will be to outshine your mother, who's known to be this great Tony Broadway Award diva. winner, mm-hmm. exactly. And, to you, mm-hmm. and for you to outshine her on the stage would be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. I think it was great. Then we have Karen's father, <laughs> Roger Cartwright. He was cute. Papa Cartwright. Papa he Cartwright. was cute. <laughs> Papa Cartwright. <laughs> He was cute, wasn't yeah, he? He was. Cute. He was. I, I, even his entrance and the way he looked when he saw, you know, whoever's leather jacket that yeah, was yeah. passing the window, and I liked that he went up to Derek. No, you know, no holds barred, and just, you know, I, 
I've heard about you and right? be, you know, good to my daughter and I don't really like you or trust you though. <laughs> I hope it's worth it. Well, and also he went further to say, you know, she left her her dream for mm-hmm. you and I think it's wrong and I mean he really went into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. the last time we saw him was the first episode of the first season. When right? she went when back they were home, at dinner and yeah, mm-hmm. or lunch or yeah, and they were kind of discussing her career. So it's nice for him to see her trajectory and and how she was singing. You know, he's a, her number one fan, of course. Yeah, I thought it was really cute how he was sitting in the audience and clapping during rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, and you know, on one hand, you might be really embarrassed. Oh wait, I had this experience yesterday. Yes, you did. I did. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Um, But, you know, having a parent there and you're trying to do your job and everything. And I loved that Derek said, let a father be proud of his daughter, Mm -hmm. you know, and don't be embarrassed by it. Because that's who would why would you want to take that away from a parent? You know, right. Um, So I really liked that. Um, He's probably also trying to get in with the dad a little bit, help his cause out to yeah. be with Carol. <laughs> dad, gonna, do whatever you want. Here's $8,000 for you, too. Just have fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just working the whole system trying to make it work. I saw his apartment, or we all saw his apartment yes, in Manhattan. Did. It is nice, and you cannot get that kind of apartment. $8,000 not yeah. a big deal for him. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like eight bucks. Mm. He's saving mm-hmm. money, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no payment plan. <laughs> no um, installments. I don't think that um, McCarran's dad would have had those reservations about Karen being in that play if he didn't see the jack, the leather jacket sneaking away. You don't it. think he would? No, I think I think he would have just been more focused on his daughter being happy because it's obvious that she's happy. But yes. because that there's this factor of a man that might be swaying her decision, I think right. that's making him very protective. Well, and when he talked to Derek... Um, he it was a little bit later in the episode, so he had done some research on him. Yeah, After he figured you're the guy who's dating my daughter, then he did the research and mm-hmm. figured out he was a heartbreaker. So, you know, there was a little time spent there and and a little, you know, stalking or investigating perhaps is another way of putting it. Daddy duty. Yeah. yeah detective. Exactly. Daddy duty. Exactly. <laughs> My dad's the same way. <laughs> Is that right? So yeah, don't you? Totally. But don't you think he went to New York because she left Bombshell and he wanted to make check in on her, or what? Well, he was there for a conference. Right, I know, but this is convenience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just asking. You know, if you have a daddy like that, is, you know, wouldn't he? This is what he would do: is check in on you, check up with He's you. He's right out that door. That's well, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it would have been. There's a conference, and it's so conveniently. My yeah. daughter's there, and I want to see what she's up to. Right. And the only way to really see what she's up to is, is to drop in on her because I know my daughter's good at hiding things. Right. <laughs> so I gotta just drop in. Close, <laughs> getting close to home. Yeah. Wow. We're getting to know all kinds of... <laughs> that was exclusive. <laughs> we get to know about how Kristen's high smart school... Daughters smart daughters have smart fathers. Tammy's underwear. Wait, this is great. Marissa, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to review? I plead the fifth. <laughs> she knows law. That's great. <laughs> but I thought it was cute. I thought it was nice to have him there. And, yeah. um, you know, and then he gets to reveal at the end. He's the one who drops the bomb yeah. and... Uh, on Derek. Well, and I thought it was interesting, maybe it was just me, but when he talks to Karen right at the end after he realizes that it was that it was Jimmy and not Derek, I think 
it looked to me like he was even more disappointed in her because he said to Karen this time because he had time to talk to her right. in between then and, and she, he didn't talk to her about Derek. He just went up to Derek. But he said it to her, you know, if this is all... Um, um, or she said, you know, this might be a mis- mistake or whatever, you know, right. that you're doing just Flip, for him sort of thing. And right. she r- said, um, if this is all a mistake, I already made it. And he goes, I guess you did. So, but he did say, if this guy makes you happy, then that's fine. Yeah. And he invited them to dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, the both of them. So. Yeah, that is a bit of a peace offering and uh, an acceptance. And a way to but get to know the kid. He's still disappointed. <laughs> yeah, he's still really disappointed. <laughs> but but he does also seem like the kind of father that, you know, nobody's ever going to be 100% good enough for his daughter. Yeah. 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 Nobody will be. But from his point of view, and, and I put it to the panel here, it, did she make the jump to Hitless because of him or because she really thinks it's a better show? I'm starting to... I originally kind of thought, I mean, it was a draw towards that show because I think she you know she liked him and I think she liked the music and Bombshell was getting you know way too complicated and her director was gone and all that but the fact that she said I already made it makes me think she pretty much went for Jimmy now and I'm really disappointed in her for that because I didn't think that was her only reason I think I even said in prior episodes, I thought, you know, when when she had left, I'm like, well, she's probably thinking she likes this material better. That you know, the boy that she likes is there as well. It's like, you know, cherry on top. But and Derek, somebody she works well with, is also going to be there, so it'll go somewhere. That's what I thought originally, but the fact that she said that to her dad, that really makes me think that she just left for Jimmy, and that's really disappointing. Kendra. I agree with you. Look at that. Yeah, I have not much to say about it. What about Sarah? What do you think? I was just trying to find uh, the, a comment from one of our our listeners. Um, our our uh, listener Barry, he just thinks it's impossible on as a whole that Karen would even leave bombshell to begin with you know whether it be for jimmy or Derek or whatever right leaving a broadway show for something like hit list he right. he's pulling the impossible flag yeah so yeah i just wanted to bring that up yeah well <laughs> oh, i don't know um i i think that there i, I can i can really argue i could argue both point both sides this will of be that fun point. watch this yeah <laughs> no because you know she was feeling like like it was a bit of a sinking ship and i think she was also feeling like she wasn't right for it i mean that was the ultimate reason that she gave, Karen gave for leaving Bombshell was, I'm not your Marilyn. Ivy is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she was, I think she was sort of you know, getting to it before it was going to get to her. She saw the writing on the wall and said, that's it, I'm out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she's just trying to find a good excuse, though. Because if she says, I'm leaving for a boy, you know, that's probably what she's going in her head. She's like, I mean, you know, she's somewhat smart. So she's probably going through like, well, let me find other reasons. Oh, Ivy's better. Yeah, because I'm going (laughs) to... That's way more plausible. Yeah, and I'm not going to admit to the world that I'm leaving for a dude. Yeah, exactly. That's just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Even even before she left, she seemed so obviously invested already in the show. It's spending right. so many times scheduling read-throughs yes. and helping them with their songs. Making and introductions. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. That's a lot of energy. I agree. That's a good point. See? There's me doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the songs for this week's episode. There were... I, 
I, first of all, I couldn't get any help on them as far as finding the official titles and things um, online. But um, I'm guessing first the first one was the part of the song, uh, the Broadway Here I Come song that Karen sang at the um, mm-hmm. fundraiser, which we've heard before, right? Yeah. So you know, it was it was nothing new to us. So let's let's just move on to Anna doing "Reach for Me," the Diva song. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah, I think she did a good job. Yeah, and with the Cirque du Soleil yeah, yeah, movement, exactly. the, the and silks and the, 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 that was a, certainly yeah. a spectacle. Yeah. I, I think I, I thought it was better than her bar performance. Yeah. Oh God! Uh-huh. Yeah. Her, <laughs> but there, you can only go up from amazing. there. Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing the big sleeping bags around her. That was sleeping great. Sleeping bags. <laughs> they look she can terrific. fall asleep anytime. Narcolepsy, no problem. I love the outfit. <laughs> but I, I, I hear you ha- having a butt. I, in I, that I com- do have that a sentence. butt. I'm with Sarah. I just uh-huh. didn't think that the song matched all the gymnastics yeah. that were going and, and all on. the wonderment of everybody on there. Oh my God! Yeah, right. These are Broadway what? veterans. Yeah. We've never seen the silks before. I mean, I thought it was really beautiful. But the you know people going oh my god it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen no you haven't you saw it at Cirque du Soleil last week yeah. or at that yeah. wedding we went to the other day or yeah, exactly. at the you know Santa it's, Monica Pier it just didn't match like the and, silks didn't yeah. match with the type of song it was and also there was like this one awkward position she was in for yeah. a long time like, singing what? where it was like over her head like the <laughs> yes. over her head and she looked like a nun like I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening wow. Anna yeah. <laughs> And I kept waiting. Are I'm you going, stuck? I, I'm sorry. I still am going, this is the diva song? <laughs> That's, this is that not a diva song. Like, I don't know if I don't know what they're doing with that. I don't know, All I can think of is maybe they're bringing PR. it out. Maybe they're bringing it out later. Yeah, but don't don't call it a diva song. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a perfectly fine song as it is, but if you call it a diva song, but for me, that sets up a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you don't deliver, I kind of go why? Why? Why you false advertising? Right. That? Mm-hmm. Right. Do you agree with that? Kristen? I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I still don't see her as a diva. Exactly. I, and I, I keep either. thinking back to you know, Jennifer Hudson would have been a way better choice. She goes up there, she sings, everybody gets you know. I'm They're I'm getting chills. Yeah. You know, exactly. thinking about it. Right. Yeah. How good of a performer she is. I did. I did think the the whole performance was very pretty. Absolutely. I like the song. It's it's not anything I see myself like singing in my car. But I still liked it, and it was a, it was a cool different performance than than we've seen from Smash. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but you can't sing that in your car because all the ropes and things. <laughs> it's hard to yeah, drive with your feet on a teeny car. It doesn't that, work yeah. that well. That's I would need a whoops, something yeah, flying exactly. at my face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but did you guys think it was a diva song? I mean, no, I, I, I agree song. with you that it wasn't. But I mean, I thought musically it was a pretty song. It was. Um, she has a good voice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it was a diva, diva voice. But then, and then the, the, the what is it? The, whatever uh, Jamie Sheridan's character, and Richard. Richard. He, you know, he's writing for the Times. You know, he's seen everything, and he's amazed by them. Going, that what, are you what, kidding me? Yeah, that's sort of where I was going with that. Yeah. yeah. Not not only was he amazed, but they were amazed at his amazement and decided they were going to rewrite wait. the show. I can't wait to see the next. Well, she's all over the second act. She is. Yes, she is. <laughs> and plasma. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Bernadette Peters' song. I'll hang the moon. First of all, I thought she looked great. I loved her, <laughs> I loved her the, when they did the transition and she's on stage with the, new, the different yeah. hair. I just thought she looked great. Yes. Uh, you know, of course, I loved the way she sounded too. So, 
thought it was a very touching song. Okay, here are my thoughts. Um, it was it was the quintessential style of a musical theater yes. song, mm-hmm. which I loved. Very pensive in their emotions with each other. I thought it was incredibly sweet and incredibly sad. Um, I thought the dancing in it was really beautiful with the you know the sort of shadow people mm-hmm. dancing around them. And that transition that they did from the staged version to back to reality where the screen came came yeah. through, I thought that was brilliant. Ooh. I thought it was genius. Maybe brilliant. not genius. Genius, but I thought it was brilliant, <laughs> you know, for a, just a, a, a transition on a visual, television, yeah. a visual transition. Thank you. That's what I was going for. As well as bringing us from fantasy to reality. And it, and it went well with the lyric, the which I don't know, exactly, remember exactly yeah. what it was at that moment. But, you know... I just thought I, I loved so much about it. Love Bernadette Peters, and I love that they brought um, Ivy in right, to sing to with her yeah. at the end. I loved mm-hmm. it, too. I also like the fact that I think them all dressed up, we were finally seeing Tom's vision as a director. Yeah. Like yes. how Derek was doing before, yes. and now Tom's getting getting the gist of it. And I, I, liked, I think that's pretty successful when they do that. Every time I've seen it, when they actually take the time to do that, I, I wish they would do that more. Do do what the well we see it in rehearsal and then we can see it in yeah. their mind how they envision it being in, mm-hmm. in the stage. I think that it does many things. One, it shows uh, us what's in that director's mind. It also shows it allows us to see these characters come more into life about what they would be on stage. I think that's better than just continually doing it on uh, right. rehearsal form. And they did that a lot in the early episodes of season one, but we haven't seen it that much in season two. And I think it has everything to do with the fact that we're we're building toward opening nights and Tony Awards and things like that, so they're probably saving it for later. But um, but I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. I, I, I haven't it, let you guys talk at all about it. I was just going to say, I thought it was a beautiful translation of their relationship and how yeah. they're yes. kind of realizing, oh, these are, you know, the surface feelings were we're going through but what was going through my mind was how can they kind of recreate that each time that they're going to perform you know yeah because good it's point so emotional know, yeah and, and that's it's what actors do no i know but they were having such a hard time the first time yeah, right. and to do it you know this way i didn't see how they would recreate that the next time or how they could oh. sustain it over Especially eight shows a week kind of well, thing uh, yeah once, but once you well if you reach it there then you know it's there and you can access it. As long as you can access it, you can do it every time. Even with their kind of roller coaster of you can arguments. A- that's what I'm saying. If you can access it, yeah. then, then yeah. Then you, you can, can tap into yeah, it. Absolutely. Whether or not they can in a consistent, I don't know, but I've seen, I've seen people do it. You know, the other mm-hmm. thing is, too, is as much as it's about the emotions and the connection... In, in a theatrical production, it's also about the music, the music and the lighting the and emotion. and mm-hmm. all of the other things that are going on, yeah. which will help portray that. Yeah, because we're if as an audience, us. we're carrying the story with us, and we're already that we're already at that emotional level. And once that music hits in the right chords and the right uh, mm-hmm. form, we're already there emotionally. And if you want to hear what I thought, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is going to come out of nowhere from your, your all of your comments, but Good. I literally wrote. Snooze fast too long. <laughs> it was. I agree with that. Oh, wow. But I still like the number. I still like the number. I mean, because the emotion was there with what you yes. were saying, but I feel like with Broadway, I also need everything else. Yes. I need the lights and the jazz and mm-hmm. all that. And mm-hmm. I would have thought it, you know, 
with so much tension in that relationship, it might have been. A, I was hoping for a more of an explosive performance uh-huh. rather than a quiet, soft ballad. Pens- yeah, ba- ballad, pensive ballad, like what you said. It wasn't bad, but I guess I just had. I was going into it hoping for something, and I didn't get it. Hmm. You didn't mm. see the tears. I, I I wholeheartedly understand what you're saying. Yeah. I like that you wrote it I so don't big, agree with too. It at all, but I understand. <laughs> she wrote <laughs> Snooze Fest really huge on her note. She was checking your email at the time that she wasn't really into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally tweeting and Facebooking at the same time. No. <laughs> yeah, like John said, I, I understand where you're coming from. It just I it didn't hit me that way. So Sanity. That's why there are different styles and different songs for different people. Anything else anybody <laughs> wants to bring up from the episode that we didn't hit? Anything? I'm sad that we don't have as much I, music. Yeah, I agree. I know. I think, I mean, I think we're going to. This week, the show moves to Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And pro- important programming note, we are still going to do our After Buzz podcast on Tuesday nights. Um, just because of how scheduling is going yeah, here. John may not be joining us. No, I won't us. be. My, my prediction is that Marissa will be filling in for me from now on. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> so. so it's going to be... I will gladly take that spot. That's right. <laughs> I think so that... The um, conversation will be elevated by that, I'm sure. I, I'm going to actually start with predictions. Oh. So let's uh, go into them. Should we yeah. also yeah. mention it's 9, nine, nine o'clock instead yeah. of 10? Oh, okay, yes. Your After Buzz TV predictions. You, uh, so Kristen, our, what do you predict the, the time will be? I predict <laughs> our new time on Tuesdays will be 9. Excellent. Pacific Standard Time. Exactly. <laughs> okay, predictions. So uh, um, I am, am predicting that with the switch to Saturday nights, the show, and we're getting into, we're, you know, we're on the backside of the season. So I think that the show is going to be amped up in all ways. We've been kind of sort of, you know, trying to urge it along, trying to get the horse to ride a little bit faster. And I think it's going to start happening now. Um, so I think we're going to be getting production numbers, more songs, bigger songs, maybe a diva song that will actually be a diva song. Um, you know, I think all of that's going to 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 come in. But my main prediction character-wise and story-wise is I think that Derek giving Jimmy the money is going to... I think it's going to wreak havoc on the entire... I think there's going to be a bloodbath, a theoretical and um, metaphorical bloodbath with the Jimmy, Derek, and Karen storyline. Because of the money, because of the drugs, because of the emotions, I think it's going to get ugly. Well, and not only is Jimmy going to have to owe Derek in some way, because Derek... Yes. That money's not free anymore. No, it's not. I, that drug dealer is going to come back for more. So, mm-hmm. and then it's just going to get caught up with Karen in the mix. I think Karen's going to get in trouble hanging out with him. With Jimmy. Yeah. Mm. I think that she's going to land herself in some hot water if it's if it's the drug dealer somehow finds out about her, or just the fact that he's going to have this white powder in his jacket. Maybe he gives her his jacket, and then Karen gets caught with, you know, drugs. Oh. Or, it's going to be something like that. Okay. Um, and then in terms of long term, I think it'll end obviously end up at the Tonys yeah. and Bombshell right. versus, you know, Hit List. Hit List, yeah. So yeah. she'll be the Lindsay Lohan of Broadway. <laughs> oh, and I think, I think I talked about this earlier, but I think... Um, Eileen's new, uh, you know, man friend uh, is going to write about Hit List, and mm-hmm. that's going to cause problems there. Okay. 
Hmm. Kendra, predictions? Um, I have more of a question mark. I'm curious to see what will happen with Julia's potential involvement in writing. In uh, writing yes. Hit, yes. Uh, hit list, hit list. with mm-hmm. Scott. Yes. Yeah. So that will be interesting. Okay. With their friendship, how it gets stronger. And yeah. how it might affect uh, <laughs> Kyle and Jimmy. Somebody else coming in. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jimmy's going to have a hissy fit. Oh, yeah. Kyle. Although he's getting Kyle laid now. Kyle so actually yeah. even more. <laughs> new friend. We didn't see Kyle's Oh, we friend. didn't see Kyle's <laughs> new friend. No, we did. Wasn't he the blonde guy sitting next to him? Like when? Or like earlier on? Did I? Yeah. Was, it, was yeah. that him? At the piano. To the left of mm-hmm. him? At the piano they were. He was were. wearing yeah. a hat last week, so I met him. <laughs> I, I think know. he was hatless <laughs> this time. He was wearing Kyle's face. Yeah. <laughs> last week. <laughs> he <Sorry>. was. <laughs> Sarah, predictions? I, I think Sorry. that um, Jimmy's going to hit rock bottom again with all these debts that he has to pay now with Derek and with this other guy who's still yes. on his tail. And mm. he will drag Karen down for a little bit with him. Mm. Marissa, do you have one? <laughs> I predict I'm going to like this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Marissa works while we're watching, so she doesn't get a chance to watch until after we're finished at After Buzz. John, do you have any predictions? I made my prediction about Marissa. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe bet. Cheater. That's right. All right, ladies, tell us where we can find you in the you world. You can find me on Twitter at Sarah with an H Mendoza. Kendra. Kendra with a K. Cabasel. <laughs> Two Ks. Oh, it's yeah. not with a C? Okay. No, yeah. Add Kendra Cabasel. And you can find me, Kristen Carroll13, on Twitter. I am at Tamara Berg on Twitter. Also, my website is TamaraCentral.com. That's going to do it for us tonight. Oh, John, you, we find you here. No. We find you here. We'll find <laughs> you on House of Cards House as of well. Cards. Marissa, sorry, where do we find you? I'm on Twitter at Serafini TV. Well, that is going to do it for us tonight. We will see you next Tuesday. Watch Smash on Saturday, but you'll see us on Tuesday next week. Yeah. We will see you then. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.